You know, after five minutes, after two minutes, we get it, man. We get it. It's, it's like Gene Kelly's dance breakdowns that go on it's forever. It's like Gene oh. Kelly's dance breakdowns. And it's we're like, exactly get on like with that. it. Because Gene Kelly's like, you're going to look at how good I dance. Mm. <laughs> and Stanley Kubrick's like, I'm an artist. Oh, he's traveling through the future and space and humanity and our brace with a higher being and... But I don't need to see green turn into purple and turn into pink, turn into what is obviously the Grand Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Swiftmas! It's December 13th when we're recording this. It's Taylor Swift's birthday. And more importantly than Taylor Swift's birthday, it is our very own Spaceman's birthday. Appropriately attired for the film that we will be <laughs> wow. talking about. We were actually casting lots last <laughs> night. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to expound on that metaphor. Nah. Uh, if, as to whether or not he'd be wearing the spacesuit. Because, of course, we watched 2001 A Space Odyssey. We did. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's Citizen Kane, if you will. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. A reference mm-hmm. that we understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a perfect little birthday present for me. Getting this in my spacesuit and talk about this movie with pals. So let's I know, do it. And you it like really this movie. Is. Carl is a liker, I do. <laughs> a liker yeah. of this movie. Before that, though, I have some housekeeping to do. Okay. And by housekeeping, I mean shit that I wrote in my phone Wow. throughout the week. One of them is, so uh, we both got tattooed this past weekend. Yes. It's very fun. You got some butterflies and leaves on your leg. Yeah. <laughs> and I got Padme Amidala on my shoulder. <laughs> Um, and neither of us can show you our tattoos because the cameras aren't set up for that. Yours yep. requires you being in a bikini. Yeah. And mine's really crispy and gross. Yeah, it's not cute. Um, you forgot to buy paper towels I before did. we were getting tattooed. One of the three it's things okay. that we needed, soap, But I bought lotion. the soap. Why paper towels? So you don't want to put like cloth, like your bath towel on your fresh oh, tattoo so, just cover it so what sucks it's also is bacteria you have a clean yeah, paper exactly. towel every time right mm-hmm. yeah. and they tend to leave like less lint i think it's a, i don't know who cares so but mm. you dab dry which really sucks with the shoulder of like normally i like throw the whole towel and like drag it up my back to dry my back or whatever and i've just been like missing because i don't want to hit Anyway, we didn't have paper towels. It's just been damp. <laughs> so I had to go oh, in bandaged up. All the time. I had to go bandaged up after I got drilled into for three and a half hours to Publix while kids are looking at me like I'm a burn victim. Listen, I went to Publix after <laughs> I got tattooed and didn't just buy paper towels, but bought like a whole thing of groceries. Yeah, but so. I'm a baby <laughs> and you're a woman and women famously have higher pain tolerances. Hell yeah. So I bought paper towels so and I was looking at the packaging and it made me... Laugh slash angry because the I bought bounty paper towels and it said the package said try napkins. <laughs> what? <laughs> not try our napkins, not try bounty napkins. Just have you ever given napkins a good solid try? Please consider napkins. Yeah. Have you ever thought what? about napkins? It just said try napkins. I want the worst see the package. Weird to push them to another genre. Yeah. I think like, I think not? under that it said like bounty and then had the name of their napkin line. But mm. the the call to action was try napkins. Try napkins. That's great. And uh, is, that the, is that the brand with like the burly guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. Because that's no, what that's brawny. He, that's what he should have bought, and then said he bought bounty. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why these weren't tear away. Who cares? Yeah. I had to, he asked me, he was like, what paper towels did we get? I said, Brawny Terra Square. And I came home and I was like, these are, these are not. 
Because the, they're not brownie. She knows what she wants. <laughs> not only the brand, like the sub. What's hilarious? Sub I, well, we I like the Terra Squares. My ass, because I like we the like Terra Squares. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part about the Terra Square is that they don't tear 50-50. They tear 60-40. And I really enjoy that, because sometimes you'll need a little squ- perfect you square. You need a little bit, you know? They give you a perfect bit. square, so it's exactly as wide as it is long, and then they give you the uh, rectangle. And I, I really enjoy that. They they tear both ways. Yeah, so they tear along the line and then they snap <laughs> in half to you. It's really, I like that. It's really neat. Because sometimes I just need to clean up like whiskey That's I've spilled good. on the counter and just I don't just every time. So, yeah. My other note is um, I, I, my car started st- st- words stuttering. My car started <laughs> starting slower uh, this past weekend, I noticed. So instead of like, it was like, Mm. and I was like, that sounds bad. So I got been doing that too. Your battery tire alignment problems too. Your battery's bad. Our cars are on the same sink. I went and got my battery tested at the advanced, um, or the auto zone right up the road from here. And they went, your battery's bad. We don't have the battery. That's not $265. You'll have to go to the one on college road. And I said, okay. So I drove my decrepit car, to the other one, and the dude pulls my battery out, and so the the positive the part I could see was not corroded because I just checked when I changed my oil a couple weeks ago, but the backside was like destroyed, and it destroyed like it corroded the battery cable. I need to get a new one and stuff. And the dude that was changing my battery for me free of charge, God bless him, was acting like the corrosion was my fault, <laughs> and that's you not did this. how that works. So I wrote in my phone at that moment, battery corrosion isn't my fault, parentheses, I'm a victim. (laughs) (laughs) A victim of battery corrosion. He's just like, you see this? It's corroded. It's completely. And I'm like, I see it, but I didn't do it. I'm not in there like stabbing the battery like another hole. Maybe it'll go. I think you are. Also, batteries are $220 now. Yeah, there's a lot. Stupid. I remember when they were like a hundred bucks. I know, but it's because of recycling and regulations and stuff now. You know the Lame. government. Lame. Who needs to recycle? You know what else is expensive? Two thousand one, a space. <laughs> no, what? No, <laughs> space travel. <laughs> oh, you're. Uh, well, yeah. So I'm moving into an apartment this weekend. Hey, he's moving out. Two days. Woo. Um, we're gonna move all this podcast shit into your apartment. Uh, in my nope. one bedroom. No, we're not That'll because be hilarious. you live too far away. I'll never visit That's you. That's true. I might as well live on the moon <gasps> with the monolith. Oh. <laughs> um moon. no, so this apartment complex, they require you to hang your TV on like if you want to hang the TV on the wall, you have to have a professional come and do it. So you can't do some, it yourself. Some best buy. Yeah, lackey. So they have like a specific person Best that gives by. a discount. <laughs> Best by lackey. Mm. Oh, I'm hanging televisions. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh God. They have this specific person that's like, oh, this company will give you a discount because they work with us. Sure. So I called him. I'm like, hey, I want to hang a TV on the wall. I gave him the details. Two hundred and thirty-five dollars to have a lackey to hang a TV on the wall. I'll hang your television. It'll come at a price. Stupid. So <laughs> it's gonna put on some legs and yep. on a counter. Yep. Um, unless someone has a, you know, professional license to do it, I'll pay you like fifty bucks. How do they know? How will they know? How will they know? Right is the question. And my dad. Although dad having uh, been the victim of an apartment fiasco, I <laughs> and also just, yeah, <laughs> go through if the proper channels. We're all victims. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I do it's it, totally and then it's on the wall, <laughs> what are they gonna do? Tell me to take it off. 
or just <laughs> take slap that me down on the wrist. and put it right back in the exact same spot by a professional. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> I should just do it, right? No, no, I should learn no, from Carl. You should, you should learn, learn from Carl. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing, cautionary tale. If there's one thing I like doing, it's paying more money to do things, quote unquote, properly. Because yeah. it's just more anxiety for me to do it the, the cheap and easy way. You know what I mean? It's so easy to hang a TV. Like I get the vo- I get the warranty on the tires. <coughs> I'll never use the warranty on the tires. All right. <coughs> the opening orchestral piece of this movie made me think of Toy Story 2. Is <laughs> a note. So in nice. Toy Story 2, there's the whole video game sequence. It's revealed as a oh, video game yeah. sequence with Rex playing the Buzz Lightyear game. Mm-hmm. And when he runs, ac- I believe it's when he runs across the platforms to get the battery or whatever, it plays the dun, 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 thing, and then he falls. Uh, so that's what I think of. Danielle thought of Barbie. My immediate yep. thought yeah, I was, was about to say we just got that. Why reference. am I not watching Barbie? <laughs> that wasn't your immediate <laughs> thought. That's what you said five times <laughs> that, during the, the, the whole Dawn of Man yeah, sequence. That whole sequence, I was just like, "Where's Margot Robbie? <laughs> Why isn't this Barbie? Where are the dolls? Where are the dolls? <laughs> Why? Where are the turtles?" I also wrote down what was worse: the long black screen or the lines God, in West Side yeah. Story. The, the screen was black with music playing. I was going to say my first thought was, mm-hmm. "Is my TV broken?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I rewound and then fast forwarded, and then turned like went back in the app and started it again. I was like, "Nope, it's just no, it's just mess. dark." This is intentional. Yeah. Great. What a creative choice. Very long. It, it, you know what? I liked it. Oh, no. I didn't <laughs> realize <laughs> that it was supposed to do Like, if I would have seen that in a theater, I would have been like, this is cool. Yeah. Kind of sets Think of it like a, a musical. Stage. Yeah. I don't want to get into my You point. love musicals. Yeah. No, well, yes. <laughs> this. It's like the orchestral warm-up. This is really, uh, <laughs> how do you know when you're finished, <laughs> the movie? Like, he just... <laughs> What? I get that reference now. Stanley Kubrick, watch more Harmon uh, Town. Right. You'll, uh, you'll uh, get it. Uh, no, because he just really is unchecked for two and a half hours. There's a lot of yeah. him just He's being He's not like, afraid to let you sit in a scene to the point where it's kind of tedious. Extremely tedious. Yeah. Now, there yeah. were parts <laughs> of it where I'm like, all right. And then it very quickly was like, Stanley. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> this family. movie, this is another one of those movies where it could be 90 minutes. We could cut an hour. Like everything. And it would be oh. the same. Yeah. I don't think it would be a better movie, but it'd be the same movie. No, I no. get it. I, I, I unlike you, <laughs> appreciate the art of this movie, I think. But I was bored for about half of it. I can appreciate the art, but we had to watch every single thing go through the whole process. Should I make my art point now? So, like, you know, we park the spaceship. We watch beep, 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 (laughs) beep. Uh, Everything was like that. Oh, this lady's gonna walk upside down. Let's watch her take that was twenty steps. No, the worst one. Like, did we have to watch like everything? The most egregious (laughs) one was when they went out to. And did their the spacewalk to do the antenna thing. Yes. And then we got to see one guy do it, and this thing left, and he it, went up, and he did it. And then we yeah. had to see another guy do it. And yeah, then just no, to cut worse. to him flailing through space <laughs> was pretty funny. Yeah, when they were like, we're going to do this again, I was like, oh, my God, I got to watch that all over again. All right, again. we're out of order. We're, we're out of order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We start we with some apes. We start with monkey. Back to Margot Robbie. We start with monkey. This, this thing is in, it really breaks up the three acts into... Three X X, <laughs> but there, wow. there are so three smart. really unique chunks. 
And then weirdly, the in, I thought the intermission was in a weird spot. But we'll, yeah. get, we'll get there uh, in a minute. Yep. So I don't know how you have an intermission when you break the movie into threes. I do, but we'll get there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you have a fact? I have a fact. We'll get there. All right. So let's talk about Monkey. M-O-N-K-E. They're apes, though. They don't have tails. The Dawn of Man is how this movie starts. Well, it starts with the black screen that takes too long, as we've discussed. But it there's two, from what I understand. Now, I have looked nothing up. I read, really? a, I read a little bit of the wiki last I've night. Wa- I've watched so much about Good. this movie. No, I kind of like being ignorant yeah. and having you people teach me. So here's what I understood. As someone who only read... I only really read about the artistic impact this had on directors that came after. I have notes on that on my phone that I used my own brain to figure out. And um, what else Kubrick had done and blah, blah, blah. So um, from what I understand, Monkey... Monkey happen. Monkey at waterhole. Monkey do stuff in your waterhole. Other <laughs> tribe screaming for way too long at other tribe. Yep. Right? So long screaming. I think I wrote down the ape turf war over the waterhole was very grating. Got so weary of ape screaming, which I guess is the point. And then it just stops. Maybe I'd be the ape that dies of thirst, afraid of <laughs> afraid of the yelling, yelling people. So then they have another turf war. After the so there's the the first obelisk or whatever it's monolith. Called, monolith monolith thank you first monolith is there and from what I garner the monolith taught the screaming apes how to use tools so then they have bones now they're like look at this femur and they kill meat for the first time they like kill an antelope thing and then they have another screaming match at the waterhole but now they have femur bones so they beat the one monkey to death because that squad's just taking L's left and right. Yep. Like the same squad. They don't loses. Have the monolith. I, I would have rather like the losers gotten the monolith and then won the turf war. But no, it was like the established group that won the first time, just won again. But, um, rich and all of this, man. all of this that I just explained in a minute, to <laughs> 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Literally With zero words, zero words. Lots of long shots with no words at all. Just monkey. Actually, not monkey. even monkey. Just I liked monkey. how chaos it was, though, because they'd go from fighting and screaming to just silence, and then it'd cut to like a aerial shot of the yeah. desert or whatever. There was one scene where you pointed out, those apes are real. Yes. <laughs> there, there were like, chimpanzee There were two children. little chimpanzees, and everything mm. else was a human. It was dudes. Yeah. And they look great. They're all credited, too. Yeah. It's ape they one through ape 11. So, your boss, can you talk about how you brought up that you were bringing this movie to work and what your boss said about it? Because I think she's nuts. Yeah, she just said, so my boss asks me every week, like, what's your movie of the week? And so I said 2001, and she was just, and I, that I wasn't excited to watch it. And she was just like, oh, it's just, it's so cheesy. Like, it's old, the effects are bad. (laughs) And what? Right? <laughs> yeah. I said the that she were mu- so good they thought he faked the moon landing. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't understand yeah. watching it. I don't understand how that was her takeaway. I was like, this movie she, looks she incredible. Must have it, watched it looks- a VHS in 1988 and has yeah. never seen it since. This 4K remastered version oh, looks, looks incredible. Yeah. Is this at no point I was like, oh, this is from 1968. Oh, by the way, before we landed oh, on the moon. God. Before we landed on the moon. Yeah. Um, is this the prettiest movie we've watched this year? 
So it's, a lot, a lot I of mean, labyrinth is up there. It's very elegant. <laughs> I don't know if it's the prettiest, but it's got an elegance to it, a sophistication. <sighs> I, I think it's my favorite I think it, it, movie to look at. It's this probably year. the the prettiest. Like this, even even the my holy grail of scenes so far this year has been the hallway scene in Pulp Fiction, where they just leave the camera, have mm. a discussion, go back to really? the door. Yeah, that's been my favorite scene I mean, to look good. at so far this year. I think like 25 shots in this movie were better than that. Yeah. I loved looking at this movie. Um, the framing is excellent. Before we talk about that, can we wrap up the, the ape part? Is there anything else to say about monkey smash with bone? <laughs> Hold on. Um, oh, Daniel has no, well, no, nothing. You, you said no, no. nothing. <laughs> just wanted to check. Nothing. Please hold. <laughs> Never mind. One moment. I think, did you have something or no? Well, I was just going to say by itself, the monkey Dawn of Man stuff was fine. She yelled at one point, are we ever going it to It was space? so boring. <laughs> are we ever going to space? Oh, my God. And I think it helps. It leads up to the next chapter. It could have led it up provides, to, like... Yeah, stark contrast to how sophisticated we become. Did I need right. 30 minutes of it? Well, no. It, it yeah, also, because... It, it, it no. plants the seed of the monoliths. Right. You need to see the apes before, yeah. after they find the monolith. You need to see them afraid and like hiding in the caves from the leopards or the whatever. Leopard, right. See, I disagree. How does that add I, really anything to the movie? But and well, that, I could that cut kind that of gets into the bigger out. picture of the movie. I could though. cut that whole part out and it's mostly the same. No, there's, because I think there's just a couple <laughs> lines of thinking with this film and there's So I don't think you watch movies and I'm bad at watching movies with trying to like decipher what the point was because a lot of movies especially movies that are because this is like i don't know if this is it's regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time first of all i don't know if it's quite cult status i think it's too popular for that but mm. this isn't a movie that i could watch with my mom and dad because they'd be like no dumb. stupid dumb i texted Th the trailer to my dad and i said we have to watch this this isn't did you watch it with your dad no this isn't a movie we'll watch for, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Him after. Like if you pull a hundred people off the street, I don't think 70 of them are, are going to dig it. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't mm. think this is a, this definitely isn't for the Transformers fans. Correct. Is, is kind no. of my point or the, no, the MCU like fans. High concept um, cinema. This is so. Here's my art point that I was going to bring up later. I feel like this is a good point to bring it up. I'm going to now Google art. Hang on. <laughs> I feel like this movie, and I, I just had to look up like the kind of art, and I don't think this quite grasps it. But this movie to me felt like when you go to a museum and you see like a surrealist piece, and you're like, I don't understand this. But I kind of feel something. You feel you mm -hmm. feel this movie. That's this movie. This movie, more than almost any other movie that we've watched this year, I feel like is art. Yep. I mm -hmm. agree. More so. Meaning that most people walk into a museum and they're like, Pfft. like when we went to the museum in London and we're like, it's a lobster phone. I don't I get mean, it. The lobster phone was great. I mean, it was yeah. great, but it's like <laughs> but why? It's a lot of modern what art. Though. Though. It's kind of right. And I don't think this is modern, but kind of like it's not. This isn't it's a more futurism. It's not a movie movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Well, it doesn't even follow a normal story arc. It kind of. It doesn't, right, and yeah. that's on purpose. And he refused yeah. to fill in the cracks. Now there's a novel that came after this that tries to like spin the monoliths as like, oh, they're an alien race that got so advanced they became like a subconscious. 
or whatever. And people, the the critics of that novel are like, well, he jumped the shark because the point of this movie is to not give you the intent yeah. behind Kubrick's goal or the goal Don't behind spell his it intent. Out, yeah. right? Like they, he didn't want to go, this is what I meant right here. Like he, that wasn't his point. His point was, and what, what I found interesting reading the Wikipedia article was how the critics and the audience took two completely different things away from it. The audiences mm. that were polled took away from the ending of like, oh, the f- giant fetus orbiting Earth, That's a there's a new wave of humanity that's going to come save us. Like they, they found hope in that. And the general critic response was more of what I thought of Technology is going to kill us, especially yeah. in 2023 yeah. when we have AI cynical. everywhere. And I, oh but God. I'm a very cynical person. I don't mean to be like I agree with the critics with my big brain <laughs> full of wrinkles. <laughs> no, I, I just like that's that's kind of what I took from it. But I, I, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I'd oh. watch this again. Now, you should. If, now, what I said a million times is if this is at the Marion, I'm going because yeah. I want to see, I want to look at this movie big. Yeah. Yeah. I want to look at it big. But, like, I don't want to sit through three minutes of black screen and then 25 minutes of monkey and then watching them do the same spacewalk th- twice and then just to see it. Well, now that you know that's you know happened, I mean? you could come in at the main points. But, yeah, it, I would love to see a big screen. That'd be really I feel something. like that'd be amazing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I just talked a whole lot. Somebody else talk. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say real quick about the monkey scene before we like moved on. That jaguar scene or the leopard, whatever it was, that attacked that monkey. Holy shit! That was the most believable thing. How, yeah. How did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. No special. It was effects a real. So oh, hello. I did watch some stuff about like how they made it, and I think they filmed that whole monkey sequence last. But the jag, the leopard was like a real leopard, and they had tranquilizer guns on set. Oh wow! And they oh had gosh. like a real stuntman down there, and the, they I just had the leopard attack him. But I was That's like, "Holy insane. shit! How did they fake that?" That's so scary. It was okay. insane. Any, any? And then the only other, did you have another point? No, about go the ahead. I just want to move on from the, the only monkey other thing I was going to say was about we mentioned last. You y'all talked about going to see the orchestra and like getting emotional. Right. Like this, the monkey scene where he figures out the bone can be a tool. I kind of got emotional watching this because I was Is like, it oh when my he's God. smashing the this, cow skull, when he's like, and it's like dun dun dun, that big like crescendo, yeah. and he's like, ah, oh, it's like you're like yes, yes. So you feel like it's a victory for all of man, and you're like, that's me. That's great, 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 great. You're all figuring shit out. You know, it feels like you're like seeing how it all began. You know, and you're like man does like he, that. and that's and that's and then the that point jump of the cut apes. to the next part right the yeah. the contrast of the apes with the jump cut straight from throwing the bone in the sky and mm-hmm. then it turns into yeah. the ship or the plane or whatever yeah. our first like tool like, to our ultimate tool here's where we started like, and millions of years later i guess here's where humanity's at yeah I like it. so oh, so good before we move on for the apes do you have any what? more ape thoughts no, it's boring. A, as a hater. <laughs> it's boring. I still think you could cut it all out and still yeah. it's the same. Force that evolution 25 minutes. Here's sooner. the thing. I, I, think this... it's, I think it's 25 minutes of... I, f- I feel like the obelisk teaching them tools <laughs> is important for the audience's interpretation of what the obelisk means. I had thought... So I was watching videos today and this part of the obelisk makes not monolith monolith. Mono, sorry, sorry, sorry. Makes more sense to me is that it was like a beacon so that when humans discovered it, like when they discover it later on the moon, that signals the aliens that like humans have advanced. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
And that to me Which makes scam? more sense. Like, oh, yeah. like it's that. planted somewhere, and then, and when then humans human- have to find it. Yeah, when humans find it, that means humanity has advanced to like the level to then yeah. the aliens now know, like, oh, they're ready. Hold that. They're, there. Yeah. they're ready, hold, or they're a threat. Hold that mm. for when we get to the Jupiter portion. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, then they immediately ruin us and right. make us fetuses. so. Uh, let's move on to whatever the second act is called. We'll call it the, the moon. moon. The moon. Lunar. Yeah. Dr. Floyd's little section. Um, so this part starts out with, what's the, oh, Dr. Floyd, you said, right? Mm-hmm. This just, just sexy guy in a cool suit. <laughs> like the best. Yeah. This is part of the Dan. movie where, so I, I actually posted on threads today. <laughs> Gross. I uh, posted, watch 2001 A Space Odyssey last night, which is certainly a way to spend two and a half hours. Oh, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> it's, my, it certainly is. Uh, uh, an internet friend of mine, I say with uh, knowing that he's a guy who streams on Twitch a lot that I just interact with. <laughs> um, uh, his name is Dan. Uh, he replied to me, my wife has never seen it. We got to make time at some point. And I responded, I'm not sure exactly what it is I watched, but I do know I want all of the furniture from this movie. Because, <laughs> dude, those yeah. red chairs, I want the chairs so bad. Oh, and the and, chairs and are cool. So he gets on a doctor, what's his face? Floyd. 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 Um, he gets on a spaceship and he goes to the moon, but it's groovy because he the the it's we're looking at nineteen sixties like mm-hmm. peak mid century like oh man we're, I love we're it transitioning so from mid century into the seventies where everything's brown yeah so but we're still like we have color and like mm-hmm. Eames is rocking you know what I mean Very we've got bright colors really yeah cool high contrast design and chairs that look better than. They are comfortable and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like and I Carl really Cow. love yeah. it. And I just, <laughs> yeah. I love the, like the sci-fi, like this is an honest to God sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's more than yeah. that. It's an art piece, but it's also a sci-fi movie. And what, the two of the things that cracked me up straight away were space Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Space yeah. Hilton cracked me up. I loved the red chairs. I loved the suits. I loved the dresses. We talked about how hosiery used to be a thing and is not a thing anymore. Thank mm. God that's dead. And hosiery died like 20 years ago. No, like it wasn't that recent. long. Yeah. It's recent. But the 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 Visaphone like or whatever it was called. Visaphone? The, you know, wait, um, where he called pants, his daughter? Yeah. Yoga pants but don't have the same the, use case as hosiery. They're yeah, exactly they opposite. They they're kind e- of do a certain thing. They're like that skin tight. Fabric, you yeah, know, but like you wear, kind of you don't that need. wear yoga pants in a situation you would have worn pantyhose. Does that make sense? But I think yoga pants made the circumstances change. Where it's like now this is the new casual thing. It was like this is what we're wearing well, now. It's, it's less, like pantyhose were never casual. It's like though. we conquered. No, but oh, okay. it's like we conquered yeah. no. skin tight leg wear. And well, athleisure, like yes. athleisure became a thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, but pantyhose were always like fancy, like business lady. Like if I'm dressing yeah. up, I have to wear pantyhose. If I'm going to the office, God, we, yeah, God we forbid you see a my masterpiece legs. of a movie and we're talking about yeah, pantyhose. <laughs> well, we just noticed there's a hosiery. Well, we were just like, there's the scene where I had to correct the men in the room as to what pantyhose <laughs> were used for. Let me tell you about women's fashion. <laughs> it's important. There's a scene where Dr. Filman, whatever his name is. What is it, Floyd? Floyd. He's sitting with three Russian people, and they just look all cool. I, I, and I'm, I'm torn as a person who only wears black t-shirts every day, and who would only work <laughs> at a place. I would only work at a place where I was allowed to wear t-shirts because I have um, anxiety about collared wear after nearly mm. being drowned as a kid. Um, shut up. <laughs> 
Um, so I would never do that. I don't want to go to that world. But I I look back on like the 50s, 60s, and 70s as like, man, we knew how to dress back then. We were, we we were a proper country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, no, so the Visiphone was cool. There's that scene where they're all sitting there, and it's really interesting yeah. about... It predicted there's, Skype. There's like a subplot yeah. that basically doesn't matter where there's a the, the moon base has an outbreak it has like a covid going on yeah and the russians are like well what the hell wouldn't we get the disease and he's like i'm not at leisure to speak about it no <laughs> which is very government and very um secretive and then we yeah. go to the we he our boy flies to the moon base and um it reminds me of how covid was fake we kind of get some <laughs> <laughs> can we say that word on youtube no actually <laughs> bleep it out we don't get monetized no don't bleep it out because we're not making ah! there's my uh <laughs> <laughs> there's my wave jump so we're, I not, know we're not making uh we're not making money from this I probably should have yelled into the microphone. I should have yelled away from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly the point. <laughs> yeah, that startled me. <laughs> yeah, that was the point. So hey, if we were making like money, the frequency <laughs> when they're taking that photo. You're welcome. When we get to the point where we need to worry about saying things on YouTube, we'll, you'll be looking at vastly more expensive cameras. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I had a point. You, I'm sorry. Me up. I'm You're sorry. getting the moon. You almost made me do a big swear. The moon. <laughs> <laughs> the moon base. Oh, this is where we get our first kind of, well, not really, but we get some good sequences of just unadulterated, undialogue interrupted, just sci-fi pornography. Boring. It's un- <laughs> You're like boring. And I'm like, George Lucas has yeah. ripped all this off. It's the best. Yeah. It's crazy. It was like um, lo-fi uh, sci-fi porn. People trying to walk. There was, there was, there's one point where Dr. Filman, whatever his face is, He's so unimportant. Floyd. He's so not important. <laughs> Doctor really Doctor yeah. Phil. He's napping in what looks like coach seating for no reason because he has. Can we talk like the about how on they the plane. they nailed plane design? Because there was screens in the front, there was the yeah. like oh, it, yeah. all, it looked like oh, modern yeah. planes. Yeah, is this like art or life imitating art? Or did he just predict, you know, it's like, did people oh. just see this movie and that is for inform like the aesthetic moving forward? Or like, even though like so this movie kind of transcends like just movie magic or movie, did, more, you know, you know like it became like, like a cultural thing. Like and a, it, it felt like if you asked Apple to design space. Yeah. Because, you know, the food was all like little squares, and and sippy straws, yeah. very clean, very clean and white and very un Star Wars in that regard. Yeah. Because Star, yeah, Star Wars, Wars was dirty. Star Wars was deliberately. I want a universe that's lived in. I want it to yeah, be yeah. used, dystopian, and dirty, and not quite dystopian. Because dystopian would be more like Demolition Man, Total Recall, Dune. yeah, um, Dune, or um, what's the cyberpunk movie? Blade Runner. That's mm. that's that oh. gets more into dystopia. Like cyberpunky is is what I get because there's much more like slummy underworld connotations with that. Whereas this is very clean, crisp, and Star Wars is idealized. It's a space opera. It's not a sci-fi. Yeah. Um, go ahead. What were you had? I was just gonna say you mentioned Blade Runner. Pan America was the flight airline mm-hmm. in this movie, which also made an appearance in Blade Runner. Dude, this mm. wow. Two, so two future movies. One of the things I wrote down is um, so he's napping in coach alone. So funny, and his pen is floating. And then there's the the flight attendant or whatever, space flight attendant, walks by and she's walking all weird. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why is she walking? But the pen's floating. And then instantly it cuts to mm-hmm. grip shoes. 
Crip shoes. Yeah. Crip shoes. But I have a fun fact about that. Oh, really? So the act, do you have this fact? Uh-uh. Okay, so the actress was actually like high on like painkiller <laughs> medicine. So when she was stumbly, it's what the director wanted, but it's not because she it's was real. doing it on purpose. It's because <laughs> she was actually... Don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. She was actually <laughs> stumbling yeah. around. She's out of her mind on Quaaludes. Like, mm. But Stanley Kubrick was like, yes, exactly, yeah. that's what I want. She, and she can't my even God, hear you have a gift. Nailed it. She just hears like yeah. the, the flashbang high-pitched squeal the whole time it's mm. happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, that's too, because like, like the pen floating is like showing us we kind of like lost control of our tools a little bit. Like, it's like we don't have it in our hands anymore. Mm. And, like, her kind of walking is like we don't really have our space <laughs> okay. legs yet either. So, her face, is that like, something you read or are you? I feel like that's I think re- I, I feel like that's I, I mean, I watched so many things. I think I probably heard that. But right. it's, it is kind of funny. Like, you see her walking kind of, like, struggling to walk. It's like we're kind of at an infancy again. So, it's so kinda... you, you make that face. But if there's any movie that we've watched this year that gives you license to do this to, it's this it's one. It's this one. It's uh-huh. this one. This is a movie where you. Kubrick was very, very intentional It's almost about your job to read into things. Because, yeah, he's intentional about everything. And then yeah. you could not have played his cards closer to the chest. Um, about giving you nothing about what anything means. No. Um, so the docking bay, I want to talk about, there's a thing up above the moon, or I, I don't remember what point this is, but at w- some point they're landing a ship into a docking bay, and it just looks exactly like the Death Star. I was going to say. It looks yeah. there's, exactly there's, like um, the In the next like chapter of the movie, when they're in the, sh- the ship with David, the outside of that ship is what inspired the Death Star. Oh, no kidding. The round oh. part. Oh, oh the yeah. round part of the looks light. Looks like, yeah, yeah. like a thermostat, or yeah. no, like a thermometer. You can tell, yeah, man. Like it, it just didn't, this does not feel like a movie from the 60s to me. It not feels like all. a movie from the mm. 80s. And it feels like, like in the 80s, I think, you know, um, Return of the Jedi, Alien, Aliens, Predator, like th- these are what come to mind when I think of this movie. Ridley Scott and George Lucas, insanely inspired by this film. Yeah. And yeah. Kubrick in general, as well as Spielberg. Um, although, you know, he's not, I don't think of him when I think spaceman, I, I mean, E.T., no. but pfft, whatever. E.T. Eh, sucks. E.T.'s yeah. e. dumb. Uh, the Never furniture is incredible. It. I want all the chairs. Picture phone. I said Visaphone. I think that's a Harmontown bit, but picture phone is what it was actually called. Does Harmon mm. like this movie? Because he references it in a uh, community. I'm sure he does. Uh, the movie that's on the list because of Harmon mentioning it over and over and over, and especially y- you're either in it or will be in it soon. Is uh that dude loves Die Hard, and that's why Die Hard's on the list. I've heard a little bit of mention. Yeah, he so. loves Die Hard. Um, so we're gonna watch Die Next Hard week. in theaters. Yep. Uh, it's at the Marion, so, so we're gonna see it on the big screen. But uh, that's uh oh shit, that's next week. I don't know if we will see it in theaters. No. Are we gonna have time? It's running like almost every day oh, okay. through Christmas. All right. So uh, we'll make time like on Thursdays and stuff. We'll be able to run out and uh, or Fridays, Saturday. We'll be able to find it. Um, so we're the, on the moon. We're on the moon. I want to get out of the moon because yeah, yeah, the yeah. next spaceship part. I uh, The meat of the movie. The meat of the movie is after the moon, which is interesting. So are we wrapped up with Floyd section? Well, on to find, we find another monolith on the moon. That's what I want to get to. So the press yeah, conference the, leading the, to that. Okay. So we mentioned the whole COVID-esque break, breakout cover-up. <laughs> like cover story, yeah. yeah. And it was a cover story because they found a monolith on the moon, 
and they they go up to research it. I really love the shot sequence of essentially oh, first person walking behind these other essentially astronauts on the moon. Yeah, so good towards the obelisk, and it's like obscured by the dude that's front right. Like you can't quite see it. And I just found myself wanting to crane my neck and like look around to that around. guy. Kubrick filmed that. I re- really. Yeah, no shit. the ones that were like the the moving shots. Yeah, I, I really appreciated cool. that shot because I was like, now what I wished was um, to feel. I, I would have kind of wanted a little more of a horror element, but maybe that's just the way the shot is. Like, oh, I wish I was scared of this thing instead of just knowing it's another monolith because of. What well, I got a at. jump scare from that frequency. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So they go up and he he touches it, and then it starts emitting a high pitched sound. Well, it's when they're taking that photo. Oh, that's right. That's right. And yeah. then, like, uh, one, the lens flare lines up with, like, the camera thing, and it, that's when it, like, happens. And it, I was just, I had the, the Bluetooth speaker, like, max volume, oh. and I thought the fire alarm was going off. It's like, it's so shrill. And that it is was piercing. Yeah. Headphones with this movie is wild. Oof. Yeah. We, uh, be hot with the we, did, we had the doors open. The breathing. All the uh. neighbors heard 2001. All nice. Night, so. Oh, yeah. No, it was uh, so that all happens, and then that that monolith happening, we learn about the whole Jupiter part of the movie based off of that uh, late in Act Three. Yeah. Um, anything else Moon related before we move on to David and Frank and that whole part of the movie? Or are we good? Looks like we're good. We're I just thought it was kind of funny when they were asking if he had chicken. He's like, well, something like it. So it's right. kind of like now we're making like oh, fake this, meat. This sandwich. So it's kind I, of funny. I like to, you like, got any ham? And all oh, these are getting better every time. And I, I like <laughs> yeah. that kind of <laughs> yeah. business talk that again, like, even, the way they, the weather? even the way they speak isn't the way we'd talk these days. Yeah. But uh, then but again, it really normalizes how far we've come. It's like, it's, it's commonplace. It's like, hey, give me that fake space chicken. Like, we're so also funny. not a... Uh, we're not. We don't have a normal corporate office life, but we kind of used to. And we still didn't talk like that. We're no. like, this coffee's ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Maybe you did. Yeah. This is Jeff Davis. Actually, goes on a tangent in Harmontown to where uh, he feels like not to bring up Harmontown, but everyone listening to this should just listen to Harmontown instead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he brings up how <laughs> the, Eng- the English language is dying. How there's there's now instead of there being seventeen words to say one thing, there's one word. That can mean five things, mm. uh, the, mm. and he he as a and what in fact one of the things that I most envy and and idolize with Jeff is his vocabulary is very yeah. extensive. And, Learn uh, some words. Well, that's why I'm trying to read more mm. and reading older things and and yeah. you know, Slaughterhouse Five and Casino mm. Royale are two books that I'm re- have read and, and reading. Mm. Um, Nick Offerman, like the, his vocabulary is also very is, righteous. Like, yeah. I, I love his vocabulary and. It's just the it's problem with it is is that you have to kind of dig up dead words and then everyone's yeah. like, why is that man? <laughs> so, I don't know. Like the English language seems to have absorbed internet speak more than right. other languages have and that's kind of dumbed oh. it down where it's just like shorthand, like yeah. kind of... Yeah. And I'm a I'm a the worst villain of that. Like I say Twitch memes out loud. Like I use <laughs> Poggers and, and yeah. Tech W <laughs> like... <laughs> Like that's the yeah. salt I but I don't say words like taciturn. You know what I mean? And like like good vitriol. Good, yeah, yeah, good meaty viscous, like good meaty words like that. And I do try to talk like that. Yeah. I had an English teacher that even the way they talk is kind of coded too. It was just very yeah, matter of fact and like yeah, more written. Yeah, we're like very, I want to talk like that. I'm, very I'm so casual. Like blunt and lazy with our words. Um, which yeah. on one hand I see as an evolution that is helpful. 
And then on the other hand, it's it's kind of sad because it's uh, our language is dying. But fuck it, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> to Jupiter, to Jupiter. Um, yeah, get more stupider. <laughs> Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Girls go to college to get more knowledge. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. My brain went Venus to get more penis. Oh wow! <laughs> I've never heard that one. I mean, I, I don't never heard think that? children yeah. usually sing Jupiter. about penises. My parents, right. I think, had one of those adultish <gasps> kind of board games called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Cringe. Mm. And I don't know what that game's about, but I just associated Venus must be a penis thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's always Likely. the opposite. Venus isn't that like a, the woman planet? Yeah, but you put it in them. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for right. telling me that. Didn't know. Great visual yeah. illustration yeah, there. It's really nice. Yeah, Jupiter. <laughs> Real Jupiter. nice. Jupiter. So, I, the the Jupiter, the whole spaceship that Dave and Frank and them are on. Discovery Hal, One. Discovery One. I didn't know that. This had one scene in it where I could not stop thinking about how they filmed it. And yeah. there were a bunch mm. of scenes like that. And I figured one of them out. So, there's one part where Dave, I believe, is jogging. But he's jogging in a circle. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I was got like, you on this. how is this man on the ceiling? And then I was like, I know how he's on the ceiling. Did you look it up? No. I, tell me. I didn't look it up. And please tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. However, I would like to think that all of my time spent listening to Adam Savage led mm. me into this. Here's what I think, how I think it's filmed. I believe that Dave is on a treadmill or something, and the camera is fixed and is what's actually rotating around. Mm. And so he is jogging in place, and the set and camera are rotating around him. That's what I think. How it was done? How 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 was it actually done? Sort of. Okay. Um, they spent seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is in nineteen sixty seven current day six million dollars, building a mm. giant Ferris wheel. It was basically Jeez. a big rat, like yeah, right. But he's thing. he's in place. He's he's in place running like on a mouse. And wheel. there are actual people strapped in going upside oh, down. So it's not just a mm. camera mounted. There are dudes. Right. The whole thing's moving with Ugh. the people in it. Now and that All was practical. and that was a set. Uh, everything's practical, in this world, nearly. But that's a set that was used. Like was was that the set for all of the parts of that, or for just that scene? No, the like they it was they built a replica of, or not a replica, right. but like a. But did they film more than just the jogging scene on that? Like when they're talking to Hal, because everything's still curved. And oh yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would sure. imagine that they spent yeah. six million on it. Yeah, they might as well get some other use. Get some use out of it. So that I, I, I wrote down. You can actually see my my thought process. I wrote, "How the hell do you film the circular jogging scene?" And then five minutes later, "Oh my god, he's in a hamster wheel." Yeah. <laughs> um. Exactly. So Just yeah, that was giant. And that's wheel. that's actually my last note for a while because this is the part of the movie where I think both of us were kind of locked in. Yeah, mm. I was more locked this in. This has the most plot. I really liked David's character. David's character is cool. So in, in essence, the Jupiter thing is, so they're, they're sent on this sperm-looking ship. Uh, space dildo. That is it's space dildo, <laughs> essentially. God. Um, yeah. And they're going to Jupiter, and they don't know why. But we learn why later, to get as, as Dave stupider. does. They're, they're going there to get dumber. No. Um, yeah. And so there's two of them awake, Dave and Frank. And there's four? Th- three? I think four, there's five yeah. of them. To- oh, four. There's six of them. Four people in like essentially a cryo sleep. So they're being kept at whatever degree centigrade they say. Their heart beats twice a minute. Twice or a minute. Crazy, um, yeah. They're in a stasis kind of state. 
um, like in Fallout Four, and um, the but the two dudes are awake, and it's gonna take them like a little while to get I don't to remember Jupiter. How long. Was it it's like twelve or fourteen months? Yeah, something like that. Months. Um, <clears throat> so and they're doing all the groovy astronaut stuff. They're doing interviews with the BBC, and it takes seven minutes for the words to get there and back. They mention and yeah. But the the central beating heart of this spaceship is HAL 9000, mm-hmm. which is their, what we would call today an art- artificial intelligence. It's the ship mm-hmm. Siri. I was going to say it's Siri. It's, I was going to say it's Alexa. <laughs> it's Siri, Alexa. No, it's Siri it's is... the Google Homes I have all mm-hmm. across the house. I hope it doesn't. That's giving too much that. credit to Siri. Siri's stupid. Did Google's, somebody have something right. about the intermission fact, mm-hmm. though? No, oh, the intermission's after that, though, right? It's after this. The intermission's... Okay, I couldn't remember well, what it was. After Frank croaks. There are just theories. Right? There's well, like... There's a lot of theories that... From the gist of it was like... this it's is, all the Matrix. This is probably... Yeah. <laughs> this is probably <laughs> true. No one would simulation. ever admit it, but the idea was they placed the intermission in a very specific spot so that you could go get your drugs, do your thing, and then... <laughs> Take a bump from your be, coke nail. <laughs> Just like on acid, just experiencing the last thirty minutes. Yeah, of this that movie. was a bummer. Mm. Sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's jumping the shark a little bit. We're or not jumping the shark, but we're getting getting ahead of ourselves. Jumping so, the space. Yeah, you take your vitamins next time. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I had half a mind. I didn't want to be uh, too giggly. So uh, <laughs> we how Hal, right. So Hal's there, and at one point, part of this is Hal is having a conversation with Dave about his art. He's sketching things. And this is after... No. Anyway, so Hal brings up, like, there's a problem. Wait a moment. He says twice, or some synonym to wait a moment, uh, and goes, there's a problem with our, essentially, our communication satellite. It's going to fail in 72 hours. Uh, They go... Do a spacewalk for a hundred years. It takes so <laughs> long. It takes so long. There's like there's cuts, but just to change cameras, there's no cuts for brevity. It takes a hundred thousand years. We'll and the whole breathe. time and he, because there's no sound in space, you're hearing what the astronaut's hearing, which is just his, his own, own breathing. breathing. <gasps> which with headphones was exhausting. And I have and <laughs> also like was making me hold my breath for some reason. I have beef with the That's breathing. the intention, though, I think. It's supposed to build the severity of the I was of, very like, the tense during the spacewalks. He's I alone have, on a trip to Jupiter, you know? It's like... Yeah, I had beef with it. it, especially at the very end when he's in the weirdly Victorian future house. Because you hear, again, in that scene, you hear the loud breathing, but his mouth's not open, and that's not how breathing sounds. Your, your nose. Your nose. <laughs> it's too... It's, not, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Gr- Everybody just killed themselves <laughs> listening to this because they would rather be dead than listen to that. It's the worst. It's like whatever the opposite of ASMR is with that. It's like when the kids scream into the ASMR mic. Yeah. <laughs> or the, oh. like banging the glass jar on it and stuff. That's the best. That's good content. Um, where are we at? Okay. So how they, they bring the, they do the spacewalk. They take the, like the communication module out. They <clears> look <throat> at it for, again, 57 years. And then David turns to Frank and goes, I'll be damned if I can't find a thing wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. And it's also important to note that how the AI is has a perfect track record, has never messed anything up, missed anything, like is a perfect system that's flagged this to be and they, they've, broken right. or will break. Right. And then they call back <clears throat> Mission Control and they're like, we can't find anything wrong with it. And Mission Control goes, our copy of HAL 9000, so they have a duplicate. Mm-hmm thinks that it's an error with your Hal's calculations. 
So there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and the solution they have is, well, so then Frank and David go into a pod, like yeah. the same pod that they use to go out in space or whatever. And they stupidly don't flip it around. Yeah. But they think Hal can't hear them, but he reads their lips. And they're basically like, our thing's losing its mind. We got to take it offline. Mm-hmm. Well, we what we'll do is we'll put the module back. If it doesn't fail in the 72 hours, we're going to have to shut Hal down to where only core functions happen. Like he essentially keeps the ship running. Hal reads all their lips. Intermission. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when, That's when intermission oh, okay. is. So we come back and Frank, Fred, <laughs> Frank, Frank, <laughs> Fred. I don't know why my brain went to Fred. Frank goes to do a spacewalk to put the communication thing back in. Hal messes with his rover thing and disconnects his airline is how Frank dies. Um, so Frank suffocates in space and flies off into the ether. This also took yeah. so long. Super long. Again, I was tense and just on this the edge of my seat. I, 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 I didn't feel long during that. I agree. Well, what? I did. So long. But from a sense of dread. Because I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'll give I you also, that. space gives me a lot of anxiety. I don't like the concept of thinking about being in space. I would never, if space travel ever becomes a thing, I'm not going. At least. I find, I, at least no, like I wouldn't it. go either, but I find space very um, fast. It just freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like it. I, anytime I'm watching something like this, I'm constantly thinking of how I would be in space. Space, learning just about Just the idea of it would kind of be cool to be up there away from Earth. Ugh, no, no. Learning about space Ooh. and stuff is what totally killed young Earth theory for me. Mm. Yeah, that'll do it. Once I understood what light speed was and means, and the fact that when we look through Hubble and we look out at a at a star, like at a super, at a supernova or whatever, that is six hundred and fifty thousand light years away, that we're looking at light that happened six hundred and fifty thousand years ago. It's nuts. Earth's not ten thousand years old, oh. people. <laughs> and if you think that, your brain's this big. A stupid person. Smooth brain. Uh, and also Vsauce videos. Like learning from Vsauce about how black <laughs> holes work. Oh mm. my God. Look it up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. At um, least with Frank though. Like Frank was the, he was Frank probably was a bastard, right? Like he was a little too rough on the yeah, house. You, I didn't yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone's ever supposed to like him. No one cares about Frank. Frank died and we all went. But when he get the, when he starts crying goes out, mild. At least he's probably already dead. A couple beefs. So this movie is heralded really like as a scientific W, right? If he lost pressure, he would have crushed. Like a tin can. Like We're a, talking about when like he got a ejected submarine. into yeah, the... Yeah, when he's just floating well, in once space. His, oh, once his airline's cut, essentially, and he suffocates, he wouldn't have. He would have smashed into a... Bl- he would have imploded, essentially. Mm-hmm. All of the liquid in his... All of the blood and liquid in him would have boiled instantly and he would have... Can you imagine being conscious and just spinning in space knowing that... You're just I thought it was freezing in space. No, you would freeze too, but the, the thing that would kill you is the pressure difference first. Like all your organs would explode. <laughs> it'd, it'd be wild. Uh, the, other, the other thing that pissed my, me off. My thought was, I guess if he's floating, he's just going to eventually starve to death. <laughs> None of that works. It's going to be a long, long floating time. The other thing that, that uh, ticked me off. And <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. That would be horrible. I'm He's like not. Re- I'm not. I'm not reacting. Starving. I'm not reacting to it because it's so stupid <laughs> that I can't Listen, even I fathom thinking like that. You should watch some science stuff. He's man. gonna drown out there. <laughs> 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 He's like, 
<laughs> He'll die in days, <laughs> months. Yeah. No, he died. He would have died instantly. In fact, yeah. his spacesuit would have looked like a crumpled paper bag or a like submarine. The submarine. <laughs> <laughs> like the submarine. No, you know what? The the more egregious error to me that I feel like I can't blame them for because we hadn't gone to the moon yet is you would not walk like that on the moon. Mm. Yeah. The yeah. fastest way to move mm. on the moon was skipping, which is why the astronauts that went to the moon did that. But we didn't go to the moon for another year. But I was still like, all right, they're trying to walk slow, and that's not how it works. Yeah. Like you skip. How do you know? You know. That would have really taken away from the well, scene we know if they were all we skipping towards it. How ridiculous that yeah, would have been. Yeah, it would have been a little. Like, Let's go see the model. And the, and the much like significantly bulkier suits and stuff. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. How silly. There was so I thought you were talking about a different part of the movie, but there was research at the time that was indicating that survival in a vacuum was possible. Right. Like this is mm. so. Like later on. It's a product on, of its time. And the the expl- I don't think the explosive door scene that happened would work quite work that yeah, way. Yeah, like, like that's what I mean. We were both bothered by possible. that. Have so MythBusters look at it. The explanation Ooh. given was that he rode the explosive air through the vacuum. Like he literally mm. rode the oh, air escaping okay. until he got to the lock and can pull the lever. Did you guys? I don't think that's how that worked. So work. he didn't have a helmet on, and when he exploded the door, he had to hold his breath until it like pressurized or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going. Did you guys hold your breath the entire time? No, I was. Too, I was like, all right, yeah. I got to see if this is possible because we know they're going to play this out in real time. We're gonna have that's to watch true. all of it. Well, but like, so like I, when he was doing that, I was doing that. Well, but like Caribbean freedivers can hold their breaths for like nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. So and he's an astronaut, so he's, he's probably been trained for that kind of thing. He's probably well, got I'm, I'm also capacity. but also I'm also too busy thinking. This wouldn't work like that. Also, I I've did heard it, it would. I they said I heard time. somewhere. Yes. I heard somewhere they said you would have like thirty seconds before you would like like be totally out. And I was like, okay, well, like maybe that, maybe it could ha- work. If so. he had that air to ride, you're saying? Or yeah, even. they say that it's possible, but it'd be like a one in a million chance or something. Which like you can be, see you know? the stress on his face. He's like, I have no other options. And also, yeah. the, but the buttons he's clicking to arm the door. I want to click those buttons. <laughs> they look really. They had a good click, noise. Click, click. They were like yeah. that cool '70s green. I liked them a lot. That was groovy. What I really liked about David, especially in that scene, was he had he had emotions, but he like he wasn't controlled by his emotions. Like he was very like matter of a fact. Like this is how it's gonna have have to happen. He didn't get super angry ever. Like he was very he was very controlled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Mm -hmm. when he was trying to get Hal to answer him. Hal, Hal, do you read me? And he's very very cool under that pressure of I'm going to be killed by this AI. Yeah. Now yeah. what, what I found like <clears throat> in a modern lens of what we know AI to be now, it would be funny to like try to game. Like if chat GPT was how like, okay, imagine that you're ex. like, you're like <laughs> typing the prompts, like <laughs> put yourself in a situation where you would totally let me in. Now open the door. You know what I mean? Like how they, how they gamify AI to get what they mm. want. That would be if it. it was Siri, you'd be like, open the door, Siri. And she'd be like, I, I found can't. this. I found this on the internet. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying right now. Playing the doors. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> God oh, bless God. it. Mm. So he gets back in. Uh, through that and uh, essentially just shuts Hal down. Yeah. And Hal tries to sing a song and it's... I'm afraid, Dave. Daisy. I'm yeah. afraid. Tries to sing Daisy and... Uh, Which, fun fact, that Daisy. was the first song that a computer yeah. ever sang. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was very... Um, like, they want you to sympathize with Hal, but I'm very much a David. I'm like, screw this thing. Do Shut they? Thing off. Well, they try to humanize it. It's the most human, like, AI 
for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right out of the gate, you see Frank being skeptical. I don't think we're ever supposed to trust it. No, no. It's not that, but it is. It's it's certainly more human than what we've achieved in the sixty almost years since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in order to keep it fresh, they kept him just an omnipresent eye instead of like I think he was originally going to be like a mobile robot, and they were like, "That's mm. going to get chintzy." Mm. So that's why they just made him this like uh, that 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 red, kind of like omnipresent thing. Just, Glowing yeah. like always around, uh, always yeah. Watching. Instead of being like a physical yeah. manifestation, and he's you at know what's every station, which is interesting because it's like like especially the scenes where David's showing him the drawings, and you get that fish eye. Mm-hmm. You're like looking mm-hmm. through Hal's eye. I thought that was very compelling. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. So kind of humanizes you notice, himself. Right, you're seeing through his eyes. Yeah, exactly. If you notice, there were IBM logos throughout the movie. I didn't didn't notice really. <laughs> Um, apparently IBM was a, like brought on to help make the movie, um, from a tech perspective, I guess. They did Watson, and how, right? how is a letter down from IBM each time? Oh yeah. yeah. I remember seeing I that. to H or H to I. Yeah. H A L A to B L O M. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, little little fun fact. Little, little tidbit about for our you. friend Hal. This movie really hits in the modern sense because we're less than yeah. twelve months from having access to what what I saw referred to as plagiarism machines today. <laughs> That'll really help with the English they, language well, problem. Well, and they're, they're oh yeah, they suck though because they've a fun phenomena has been they've gotten dumber. Like they're they're yeah. they're answering um they're answering math questions worse. They're refusing the call to do some yeah. things. Like someone has read information. Someone asked an AI. I don't. I'm not sure which one it was. I think it was whatever the OpenAI one is. Asked it to like help him with a pretty convoluted math problem, and the answer was literally, "This is too complex. I think it would better be calculated by you." It essentially was like, "I'm not doing that." Huh. Wow. Uh, and also like already the, it's getting sassy. What, what it's learning or what we're learning and what like people at Harvard and like Ivy League <laughs> universities are studying how these things because when you give something the, the the internet as a pool to draw knowledge from, you're giving it just a mud puddle cesspool of just awful. Like the internet is not yeah. full of good things. It's full of incorrect information. It'd be like trying to recycle a landfill. You, it, you exactly. need specifics. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, it's just it's funny how they're like they were th- almost like there was this peak of like two months where they were really smart and then they mm-hmm. learned so much incorrect that now they suck. I don't know. I don't like AI. I don't like uh, I don't like AI art. Um, I think it depreciates real art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's even AI <coughs> content. I I likened it to like at work we are using AI content and and it sucks. And it's it's apparent that it sucks if you've ever written copy like I have. Yeah. Um, and what it is is it's picking out AI copy and AI art is exactly the same as like picking out Photoshop, like shitty Photoshop's was ten years ago. Oh, you're right. Like you know how you can like look at an imger and go, that's mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something about it. There yeah. are context clues and stuff like that. It's that's. We we're, it's just people like us and especially Gen Z that's just below us will be able to pick that stuff out mm-hmm. really quickly. Just give it five ten years and we'll be like, no, it was written by AI. It sucks because it all has this very similar. 
it, re- it reads a certain way in a similar way that like you know you can pixel peek and find a Photoshop thing. It's, like oh, the way that that's written, that's bullshit. That's fake. Like a person didn't write that. Yeah, I'll I'll have I'll have it write an email for me at work and be like, I have this client who's really mad. Help me explain really? this. And it will just have this endless optimism that just it's is grating. so fake. It's yeah. grating. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think it's useful, like the one use case. And I don't even really use it. I just like to, I don't know. I'm very old-fashioned. I don't, I don't, I, my, I don't like well, it. Shocker. I mean, it's <laughs> cheating. I'm big on, you know, the, the whole meme of uh, reject modernity, re- embrace tradition. Like, But the one way that I can see it be useful is reword this for me. Yeah, because no, a I lot of a lot of copywriting for Google Ads is or like, idea generation, but not execution. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. we've been talking for an hour, so we should probably continue to move through. Oh, this is just a two-hour episode. It's a good movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not too too worried about time. Nobody listens to this. Yeah, Hubert uh, <laughs> wasn't brief. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't know us personally, uh, write to us uh, at Why am I listening to this podcast? Join the Discord. The Tell us why. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but we do appreciate it. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Oh, we got to. So he disconnects. He, sh- he shuts Hal, Hal down mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and then. Oh, he arrives. The video. He, he goes arrives to Jupiter. To Jupiter and, and they get the video to the point. So the point was that the high pitched screeching, which is kind of what Carl mentioned before, is the, the obelisks notice. Obelisk, not what it's nope, called. Monolith. Monolith. Jesus Christmas. I've been doing that a lot, too. <laughs> the monolith. Um, communicates when humans have evolved. So he, uh, the point was, arrive at Jupiter, this thing sent a signal from the moon to Jupiter. Figure it out. Yeah. And and the it was very bleak because the message was, now that everyone, now that you're here and everyone's awake, we didn't yeah. mention how uh, killed the four the person, people the four people in cryosleep. Um, figure he out what's sure up did. with Jupiter. And uh, then we go on an LSD trip. Dude. Which is uh, the <laughs> stupidest part of the movie? What? Oh man! Oh I love my that god! Whole, like I didn't like it. Little... I I didn't like it. It was like watching an old Beatles music video when they were in their seventies. Mm. Like it looks know. so cool. I I, I appreciated it, but it again, it was like almost twenty minutes. It does go on for a it long was, time. It was like 25 minutes and no talking. How do you know when you're finished? Seven. There was no talking in the movie. <laughs> there was no talking in the movie past that video that played. I'm fine with oh, that. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, after five minutes, after two minutes, we get it, man. We get it. So it's a it cut to... It's just, you know what it feels like? is Stanley Cooper jerking himself off for everybody <laughs> to see. It's, it's like Gene Kelly's dance breakdowns that go on it's forever. It's like Uh-oh. Gene Kelly's dance breakdowns. And it's we're like, exactly get on like with that. Because Gene Kelly's like... You're gonna look at how good I dance. <laughs> and Stanley Kubrick's like, I'm an artist. You're gonna look at Behold, how good. I'm a visionary. Yeah, it's like, God, yeah, it and America. it deserved that time. It so doesn't, dude. It so doesn't. I'm not the I'm not, cuts. It's not a knock, but it is because Jesus Christ, the cuts to him. He's just filleting oh, yeah. himself with how groovy and like. Oh, he's traveling through the future and space and humanity and our brace with a higher being. And But I don't need to see green turn into purple and turn into pink, turn into what is obviously the Grand Canyon. <laughs> 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 
You know what I mean? I'm like, that's at one point I was like, that's a damn grand yeah. freaking. There's just a grand map on top of that. Yeah. Like we're not stuck. Uh, we're not idiots. From the sixties though. That's it was pretty no, good. Yes. Yeah. But for twenty and if you loving minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I get it. I get that it's art. I get it. And I'm still like dumb. Too long. <laughs> I don't like I don't dislike the movie. This is one of those things for where For me I, it was more of a like once it starts, it's shocking because it jumps straight into it from the video. Oh, it's wild. It's almost like you get flashbanged mm. into the And a then you're sitting yeah. there for you're sitting there for a second looking at all these colors on your TV, and then for half a second his face pops up. Yeah. And it scared the yeah, piss it's like it's out some of contortion. Me. Right. Yeah. Right. And but I'm like then, with headphones in my room and it's dark. Oh, and yeah. it, I was very creeped out Here's for the, the thing, last 25 minutes. Though, 480 seconds later, you're still doing the same thing. I know. Here's what and happened. And then for 480 seconds that, you're still this doing it. This is the it. first time this has ever happened with me in a movie. That whole thing happens. He finally lands and gets into the room, like the Victorian-style room that yeah. whatever has built for him. And he's... I'm looking I'm at himself jumping ahead here no but don't jump ahead because that's exactly sees, the next part of the movie yeah. he sees mm-hmm. himself or he sees a figure in red because first he's in the pod still. he's in the pod in, in a, a room. room yeah which he just got the jupiter and now he's in a room and in the pod the 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 director part that i like about this is he's in the pod looking at himself from the room in one angle and then when we lose the pod, we like flip angles. So the bed yeah. goes from being on the left. Like we go to the exact opposite mm-hmm. point and we're looking mm-hmm. the other direction. And he's just looking at an old himself. When the red suit popped up the first time he sees a future version of himself. Yeah. I couldn't make out who it was or what it was. Slightly older him, right? So I shot up out of my bed and I'm like staring two feet away from the TV going, What? And I stood for the remainder of the movie. What? Just two feet from my, from the TV, going. I would like to take. What? I would oh, like man. to. What? I would like to press pause in the entire podcast and speak directly to David Edward Ward the Third at this juncture because David and I often talk about how Nick is an un, an impossible to predict wild card that yeah, often true. misses the complete point of movies. He every time we think he's going to hate a movie, he loves it. I spent the entire night last night saying there's no way Nick is going to like this. Oh. And I just, uh, David, if you've made it this far, uh, I'm with you. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead and continue. <laughs> Dude, well, for whatever reason, I correctly assumed that like, this is this is you tuning your own. Shut form. up. No, I just. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I assumed that this was a movie where. It's like, it's like Fight Club. Like you can only watch it for the first time, the once. first time exactly. Yeah. It's like Fight Club. And I was, it's like Empire Strikes Back. It's, I was yeah. very conscious of just making sure I was in it and following it because yeah. I knew it was going to be that way. Can we talk about me? <laughs> Fine. Please, there's been too much dudes Accurately. talking. So, oh, okay. So, no, no, no. Let me. Can I set the table? Yes. Let me set the table table. before your brilliance. Okay. Because I know exactly where you're going with it. So I knew just from um, this is one of the the, just from the zeitgeist of American media. I knew how the movie ended, unfortunately. Um, And so I actually paused it pretty much at where we're talking. And I we're in the color tunnel. It hasn't mm-hmm. even transitioned to the Grand Canyon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I turn to Danielle and I go, I know how this movie ends. 
and there's no way you like it. You're gonna you're gonna hate how the movie ends. Yeah. She's hated the whole movie. Uh, spoiler mm. alert. Mm. She's I gonna, don't think she's gonna give it a miss. Been unobvious. Um, I still think it's gonna be a bigger banger though. But she's gonna God give it a miss. <laughs> I turn to her and I go, "You're gonna hate this movie, but for a game, I would like for Tell you <laughs> to predict how it ends." Oh, that's good. And I want you to write it down. And this is what she wrote down. Oh, this is great. This is, is what down? she wrote down. So she is going to predict the end of the movie. This is before <laughs> she's seen the Victorian house. This is before she's seen David look at, color him, at older versions of himself. We're in the color tunnel. We are in the color tunnel that I just spent 10 minutes bitching and moaning about how boring and overplayed it was. Oh, my God. This is how we made it interesting this, for Danielle. This is how we made it. In lieu of hot points. locked her back into the movie. <laughs> you know, it, I wouldn't go You didn't think far. David no was hot? for Hal? No. Hal's <laughs> a computer. No. No. Yeah. He could paint you a hot picture. He could run hot. He could could run hot. hot. (laughs) This is what Danielle predicted the end of 2001 would be. I said, he's going to time travel back in time to when he was a baby, and then space inception will happen, and then he'll grow up as a space baby and become an alien. (laughs) Not kidding. Wow. I'm a genius. Oh, my God. Cameron said, what's the weirdest thing you can come up with? (laughs) <laughs> Man, that's what I. Because she kind of got the whole. She kind of th- knew that it was going <laughs> to age. Because mm-hmm. she'd seen like Interstellar and whatever. I, mm-hmm. I only got Interstellar vibes after the movie. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. The, this and movie walks so that Interstellar could run. Well, we paused the movie, and then I, I, despite having not seen Interstellar, I waxed poetic about how Interstellar correctly predicted how a black hole would look. And then mm. months and years after the movie came out, we looked Actually at a black hole one. and went, oh, my God, it's exactly how they predicted it, which is nuts. Wild. Um, good movie that I refuse to watch. Elfie's getting a big old stretch in. That's a big stretch. She's playing with a carpenter square. Oh. Which I refuse to put away. <laughs> Classic you. So, no, let's, I mean, the last Anyways, part of the movie is genius. not really worth waxing too poetic about because he just looks at himself, get old, breaks a glass, and then becomes a space fetus. That's not what happens. It's exactly what happens. Is it not what happens? What happens? Well, he, I guess that is what happens. <laughs> but I want to talk about what we think is happening, though. Well, we, well because this movie is very. I touched on it a bit earlier when I talked about the critic versus audience he, response. Because so to to go through it real quick, he he's in the pod. He looks forward and he sees himself slightly older. Slightly older, and then it transitions to he's. He's living as that as person. the old guy mm. the glass breaks and yeah. then it transitions to well him it's also the- worth noting he starts in the pod and then he's in his suit so he's shedding this technological need exactly and eventually he's not even in a suit at all he can breathe in there well and so then it's then about like transcending the need for technology we have the the dinner scene where he knocks the glass over and then it transitions mm-hmm. to the bed where he stretches his hand out and the not obelisk is at the foot. <laughs> the, monolith. the monolith is at the foot of his bed. Yeah. And that's when we go space. When he, when he turns space into his fetus. fetus. Which is so uh, Which weird. in the book this is inspired from, he is called. Isn't it the opposite? The book is inspired by the movie. No, there's, there's, a, there's, short, a, book the there's a shorter book okay. that inspired this. And then there was another book, I think. The Sentinel? Okay. Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. yeah. Second yeah. book. It's like the JFK second um, book. In the book, he's called the the star. There's a second source of literature. <laughs> the star child or something, some star mm. something. And David when you Bowie when you look at star the child. when you look at the um, like the directions, what you were just talking about, he looks this way, and then that guy looks this way, and it all makes a star. 
in yeah. the room. Um, we watched so the same videos again. We did. I love it. <laughs> I love me and Carl like may I make eye contact like we watched YouTube SEO is a hell of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he he looks. We go through the yeah monolith. It's the first time we go through it. Yeah. So did you I, also very eerie that they're shaped like at, phones? Where are you at on the yes. critical reaction versus the audience reaction? Did you get the hopeful humanity as a second chance? No, the very critical not, a, not at all. If anything, I assumed, I assumed this guy is going to wreak havoc on Earth. Interesting. Um, Space baby revenge. This, yeah, the did, whole... did they use us as their bone? Like as their femur bone? Are we now the ultimate weapon? I feel like that's where I like, took it. I took it as like a... The there's a greater civilization that's kind of like the halo with the forerunners. There's a greater civilization that has a solution to an end, and that solution is destroying humanity to reach the end of whatever further advancement they have. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, read a Halo novel; they're very good. But it's very much like, you know, the Halo rings were set to wipe out humanity in order to stop the flood and that's a similar but i think the flood in this instance would be humanity itself um i think as as a whole movie i think one i liked that there was not aliens there was this like stone monolith thing that they used but you never saw an alien it kind of made it feel like it was this like bigger godlike figure that's making things happen and I think the whole point of the monolith was to teach humans how to evolve. And we see that from the apes yeah. into the like final evolution of him turning into this, like he's, he's not a, a human anymore. He's, he's space this space entity. Right, right, right. And, and he has to represent some kind of rebirth because he's a fetus. Right. Yeah. And also, and there's a lot of birthdays throughout the movie, too. You can have like the birth of man in that first one, and there's actually two birthday calls later in the movie, too. Exactly. Mm. So, a lot of birth. Uh, Frank's birthday, metaphor. right? And, yeah. um, and uh, the daughter's birthday. And Floyd birthday. calls his daughter's Floyd's birthday. Daughter's yeah. And then I think there's also a, a representation of like modern tech, like you were saying earlier. Now, if you want. Like in the. In the whatever the movie's inspired by the book, the short story, whatever there's like actually, there's an, a screen on the monolith. Mm. So I think there's definitely a connection there of like tech taking over AI, that kind of thing, which is what we're living through. I think now, if you want a, a similar deal, but with an actual alien, alien. Ridley Scott's alien and, and Prometheus. That I like that. There was an alien. There wasn't like a weird, you didn't see cheesy them. Looking. They were just, yeah, yeah. I think he was going to at some point. Well, the later, Carl Sagan was like, "Do not do that." The later, Carl Sagan, book, like, yeah, the scientist. Yeah, he was like, "If you're talking, uh, the beings you're talking about would be incomprehensible, so it wouldn't be like anything you could represent really." It would even the monolith cheesy. was going to be like a trapezoid, or it's going to be like a pyramid, but it didn't have the same on-screen, you know, effect. So, well, and then the, they went with the, that flatness. The book that came after the movie that tried to tie up loose ends that didn't need to be tied, it literally equated it with an alien that. Like they became a conscience, like they ascended physical form and then the monoliths are what they left behind. And and the general consensus is that that jumped the shark a little bit mm. or or gave gave a point to something that the intent was to not have a point. Right. Like the intent is this is one of those movies where like sometimes y'all go a little out of line trying to draw the matrix to everything. But that's literally <laughs> the point of this movie. <laughs> 
You yeah. know what I mean? Is is yeah. to let the mind play. And I don't. I think you like more concrete. Yeah. Ways, which is uh, it would be like writing a book about the end of Inception. Like well, be like the I, top did stop spinning. Like, I, oh, I okay. tend to agree with you on this, though. I like I like to be able to like. Well, there's kinda, like no human connection in this movie, like at all. There's like no emotion. There's that's no, a good because even Dave and Frank like, are pretty robotic and yeah, monotone. There's like, their, like no dra- like really hard the humans that are in it are there for business. Yeah. Even like it's very corporate and mm-hmm. not. Yeah. It, that's a good point. It, there is no human. And I'm all emotion, so. I'm exactly. That's why. The only the emotion, emotion from get, the music, though. The only emotion you not get really. is Hal singing Daisy. Mm-hmm. See, that's he's trying to draw on the, the empathy life. of David to not shut him down. And that lost me because we had to watch him undo every single individual. Slide. It's yeah, but like, Hal's voice oh was dropping God. and he was pleading. Like, so this scared, movie Dave. is to me as musicals are to Carl. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> on with are it. Are we still doing this? Like, oh. Right. I loved it. I loved the, like, the orchestral music and kind of making it seem like a dance. Like and the, the, the reprise in space. of the same like, song. The score was yeah. very good. Uh, it's just oh, I wonder man. if... There's that, Whatever like, the name of that song is that the, that builds, I, I looked it up. Yeah, enough of that one. That's been my new trio. That I've wasn't been to that like all day. This wasn't like the first time that song was used. No, no, no. All the music in this was established orchestral. Like class, I asked the same question pieces. though. I was like, wait a minute, is this? At least is from, this why I know this? Yeah. Or not? From what I skim read on Wiki, that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I heard there was music made for it, but he reverted back. That's right. To the composer's dismay. He's like, this sucks. Let's <laughs> just use the like demo night. tapes yeah. or whatever. Terrible. Yeah. If you composed Man. a whole thing and then they were like, nah. Uh, that happened with Thunder Up too. That'd be so sad. <laughs> Danger, true. Dangerous business. The uh, screams are the demo track, yep. much to the oh. record label's dismay. They did use the soundtrack that was made for this movie in another movie. It's interesting. <laughs> but okay, I forget, they got, I forget they that got movie. Their, uh, didn't they make moment? sequels too? 2010. 20, I want to watch 2010 mm-hmm. for sure. It's, I might watch are it they before. Revered, it or is this a Godfather? Or is this like a. What's the Godfather Part 3 or it's whatever got situation? Like a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You probably just shouldn't. I don't think. I'm not even sure Ridley Scott was involved. I don't think he. I don't think he was Kubrick. That, sorry, Kubrick. Mm. I don't think he was involved. So it's. Uh, I don't know. I like sequel, this so much. I think I would sequel that nobody asked for. Wow. Just because want to watch it. I'd be I'm, intrigued I'm to like see, that. but yeah. I'm not like that. I, Same I, reason I want to watch Godfather Three. I know it's gonna suck, but. Ugh. I just I like the universe so much. I'm not, I'm not going near that one. So I'm the opposite with. You don't want to ruin it. The parallel for me is like Incredibles. I love the first Incredibles movie. It is an incredible <laughs> movie. <Got 'em. laughs> um, I've heard Incredibles 2 is good, but I good. don't want anything to do with it because for me, I hold the Incredibles on s- such a high platform. I don't want my perception of that movie to be drugged down by an uh, inferior sequel. So I will never watch The Incredibles 2. Yeah. I won't do There's it. not a third, it's right? It's just There's two. not a third. No, no, okay. no. I'm very weird. I, I accept that I'm the I'm the alien in this instance. So um, we've been talking for a hundred thousand years. So let's wrap let's wrap up convos and give this movie a rating. We'll start with Danielle and she can say <laughs> the obvious and then we'll get into the the the, the lads I know saying miss is the wrong opinion, but it is my opinion. I don't think and so. And it's my rating. Your opinion. So I say can't be wrong. miss. Because so I just, it was boring. 
I feel like they didn't close any loops. Like every scene just ends. You know, like, oh, he's talking, you know, we're having a meeting. Then we're not. Then we're at the moon monolith. Then we're not. Then we're at the monkeys. Then we're not. You know, there was no like ending. Oh, it's a space baby. End. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. There was no like, Uh. I feel like closure in anything. And it was just so long. Like, I read that Stanley Kubrick cut 19 minutes out of the movie after like it premiered in New York City. And I'm like, you could have cut another 19 minutes. <laughs> you know, we stopped them. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. I get that it's art, but why does that have to be so? No, long? but I think that that. And is, I don't care. I don't like it. I think that's why it doesn't work. Is because not all art. Not all art communicates with everybody. That's fair. And in in my painting metaphor, like, there's how many paintings do you walk past and not even look at, or how many paintings yeah. do you look at and go, that's dumb. That's not for me. Yeah. Uh. So I think I think that's. More so than criticism of other movies, I feel like this one, not liking this one is is almost more valid because it's, I don't think Ooh. polarizing is the right word, but I think that this movie, like not everyone needs to or can be expected to buy what this movie's selling in a way that if someone disliked Godfather, I, I would think that they're an idiot. I think if you dislike this, I'd be like, yeah, this isn't for, for you. Yeah. That makes um, sense. I, I think, really like that. I think Lewin Davis is similar. Mm. I think that's a, I, I, and I think I think Citizen Kane is also similar. I think mm. those mm-hmm. those three are movies that we watch. <laughs> I didn't like are, any of them. <laughs> and you didn't like any of them. <laughs> like but they are they are Which so proves that point, though. Yeah. they are so much of a marmite, and not even a marmite. A marmite. But if 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 you like. You know what I mean? You do if, use big if, words. If the yeah, well, Marmite you. is a product <laughs> that you spread on bread. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that it's is. A, it's a polarizing British like mm. spread, oh, okay. uh, like a jelly kind of deal. But I, I, I just think that they're like, you know, like I like uh, like metalcore, post-hardcore music a lot, obviously. I have a Prada tattoo on my arm. That is not for you. Nah. I find a lot of uh, I like the creative expression in it. I find that lyrically it tends to be very poetic, mm-hmm. but the medium that that's displayed through is white dudes screaming into microphones a lot. You think that that's bullshit and you yeah. like musicals as your uh, expressionist form. Yeah. That you dr- and I think that that is annoying. <laughs> so, and this, I feel like those three movies are, are, are similar to that to draw yeah. a music parallel instead of an art parallel. Since I don't know yeah. anything about it, I also thought there was a, a decent parallel with this and Citizen Kane just from the fact of revolutionizing the media right. outside of the plot and the actual movie, just how they made it was this is another movie revolutionary and inspired everything. so much. Inspired George yeah. Lucas and inspired uh, really the ripple Scott effect of these, those movies is yeah, yeah like incalculable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I think it goes without saying the three of us liked it, and it's a hit, so it's a certified yeah. banger, and you can get bent. Hit I for guess. me. I don't know. I'll even yeah. go as far to say whatever. If oh. we were still doing star ratings, this is a five out of five. I'd give it a f- four. Not I a would five. take a star from another rating and give it a six if I could. Wow! wow. So y'all, like, y'all really this loved movie it. is so it's like prophetic. Like the way that it, it really kind of is. like predicted the way that like we have iPads now that was like the screens like everything yeah. they're doing it's like all, really all we, informed all we all the do stuff is we picture have phone 
Yeah. All day yeah. long. And just, we just sit the, and that, like, our phones really just look like the obelisk, like, yeah. or the monolith. Like, it's like, that's kind of uncanny and eerie. Like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, Black Mirror in that way, where it's kind of like this yeah. foreshadowing of looming doom, you know, or like, oof. I mean, mon- even, like, monolith was yeah. flying through space and was like, this kind of looks like an apple. Well, and even picture like, phone yeah, was 9 like by 16. Had, yeah. Even picture phone yeah. was 9 by 16, not 16 by 9. Mm-hmm. It was a vertical format. Mm, uh, that that FaceTime. So we're literally just FaceTiming or sideways picture phoning all day long. Mm-hmm. I had a call for an hour and I'm like, I'm doing 2001 right now. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's 2023. I'm not doing 2001 in the same way that Al Qaeda did 2001. <laughs> by flying <sighs> airplanes into buildings. <laughs> and killing Pete Davidson's dad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Unfortunate year. He has to, a career from it. It's, it's a bad fine. Year. Unfortunate year to, you know, pull from a hat to name your movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you know? It was 1968. You can know, because so, 9-11. He wasn't that prophetic. And he, I, yeah. I, did, <laughs> I did read that he picked 2001 because he wanted, in a semi-short time frame, for the movie to come back it's up when 2001. Yeah. Oh, but it's he didn't want to do like 200 yeah. and... Well, he just wanted people to talk about it again in he didn't make his it. lifetime. He died in the 90s. Which oh, rip. Yeah, sucks to suck. It. Well, <laughs> we're still talking about it six days. years later, so... I'll look it up real quick. Talk about it yourselves. Talking to monks. Yeah. Space Carl, did you have I, any other? 1999. I mean, I, I, I want to keep talking about it forever. I mean, it's just like a genre defining, like fundamentally huge movie. Like the subject matter is like, you can't get a more, a deeper oh, subject than like, mo- what are we doing with like humanity and life? And what is it all about? Movies and what's like the next this, step? Like, yeah. Which is, God, that's why I like yeah. Citizen Well, King movies too. like this are why you can't, why people are like Star Wars isn't sci-fi because it isn't. There's no science yeah. in Star it's Wars. Better. Star Wars is. I now understand that perspective way more. Well, because Star Wars is it's mm. it's it's a space opera for one, but it's it's more religion and you know what I mean. Like yeah. The forces, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. It's it's wizards and fairy tale shit. It's not science fiction. Yeah. You could just lift every rock in this movie and talk about it. Like, was Hal evil? Was it just a? Did he take in bad data and he had a conflicting like malfunction and that's why he did it? Or like, because he was playing Frank it, and chess and he was like, maybe these guys are too of. stupid to keep this working. I may need to, like, because his main directive was to keep the mission going. So right. It's like maybe that conflicted with like, well, these guys are going to set me like back because I just beat them in chess so bad. Like, I it's like what prompted it? Like, there's so much you could get into. I just, I love it. It's well, his directive to keep he, the mission it's going yeah. spun itself into a self-preservation. Right. For Hal, which is an interesting angle for a a computer program to have a sense of self-preservation, uh, which is not something you would want to program into a computer program. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nope. Um, Sounds like a bad I, idea. I have one last thing, and it's a fact that I just... you got to shut up, because we got to go. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> squeeze Stop this in. Stop talking about this dumbass movie. You'll love this fact. <laughs> you will love this fact. Your boy, John Lennon. Love Not this movie. Not my boy. Not my favorite Beatle. Well, Not in my top two. This is a fact I had to say on the show. John Lennon loved this movie so much, he bought a year's worth of movie mm. tickets in a theater so that he could just pull up to the theater anytime he wanted and be like, show me this movie. Wow. I'm kind of insulted that you said John Lennon was my boy. Weirdly. <laughs> well, you like the Beatles. Shut up. My, your boy, John Lennon. Fair. I felt a tinge of rage when you said that. I was like, Paul McCartney's my boy. John right. Lennon can suck I'm an sorry. egg. I'm sorry. Paul McCartney's well, my boy. John Lennon's <laughs> dead. So. Everybody knows that. Every, every single one of my favorite Beatles songs are McCartney Paul. songs. They just are. I appreciate that. I never finished my Beatles journey, but one day... Mm. 
Yeah. Um, I'll finish Harmon Town before you finish the Beatles. Paul McCartney only declines because he's lived long enough to become a parody of himself because he didn't get shot in the head by a madman. Lennon got the benefit of of going out, going out on top, essentially. You're right. And McCartney has to now be. It's the same still, reason still singing freaking "Don't Let Me Down" in 2023. It's the same reason people still talk about Nirvana. It's only because Kurt Cobain. Yeah, got and that shot. band sucks. And on that <laughs> note, I don't like Nirvana. I think they're uh, uh, Pearl Jam is a better band. So uh, we have nothing in this bucket. Nothing. This bucket that uh, was picked up because I threw it. So meaning that we have one more movie left in this year long. We didn't quite watch 52 movies. Mm. We watched 40-something. 47. 48. I think it'll be by the end. Something like that, which is hilarious, because this is episode, what, like 43, 44? Yeah, yeah but we, lost we, a have, we have a couple we lost, lost a few. episodes. Mm. But we have a couple doubles, too. Like, Barbie was thrown in there. Um, Kill Bill. Shane, Kill Bill was two movies. Man, we... Uh, Hellboy was two movies. Yeah. We've Maybe lost we a hell of a lot. I've, ne- I've obviously never watched as many movies in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still don't like it. I still don't, <laughs> <the journey. laughs> I still don't like it. And um, personally, I'm on like movie seventy six or yeah, something. Yeah, you've watched a shitload. I've watched. I'm I'm over the fifty. Follow mark. me on Letterboxd. I'm over the fifty mark personally as well with all the Sinatra films and yeah, I've watched a lot of old movies. Stuff that we've watched this year. So, no, our last movie because this is the Christmas season is Die Hard. Um, Die Hard was the first movie I believe I put on the list. <laughs> Because wow. I, I thought it would be groovy. New Year's resolution. Or I want to watch this movie in December. Well, no, here's the thing. I made the list before New Year's because we started. Oh, the right, pot- right, right. So I made the list at Around Christmas time. And I went, time. I'd love to watch Die Hard, but wouldn't it be fun? This is before the podcast. I knew there was going to be a podcast. I just had a list. Wouldn't it be fun to watch Die Hard on Christmas? So our last episode that involves a movie, we're going to do a year-end recap at some point. we got to shove it in our schedule. <laughs> Uh, we'll be diehard, so we're gonna we'll talk about that not on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna watch Die Hard. Yep, we're gonna wish y'all a first of all Merry Swiftness and a and a Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Um, drink some uh, coquito and uh, try not to hate your family. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks for sticking around for what may be the longest episode of the podcast that yeah. we do. <laughs> Holy crap, it's almost an hour and a half we've been yakking. Yeah. Oh, boy. oh, my gosh. And uh, follow us on uh, everything. Uh, come hang out with us on Discord. Watch Die Hard, Yippie Kaye, et cetera, and we'll catch you in the next <laughs> one. <laughs>